Start in the Middle East because thousands have joined funeral processions in Janine in the West Bank for 12 Palestinians killed during an intense 48-hour operation by the Israeli military. Massive crowds march towards the cemetery. These pictures just giving you a sense of the scale of that turnout. Huge numbers, huge anger too, after Israeli forces launched two days of raids against what they described as terrorists launching attacks from Janine. Eight of the dead were members of militant groups. Well, as the bodies were carried through the debris-strewn streets, the militants were seen firing into the air. The crowds could also be heard chanting as the procession weaved through the streets. Well, it comes after Israel said its air defence system had intercepted five rockets fired from Gaza into southern Israel in the early hours. In response, the Israeli Defence Force said their jets hit what they said was an underground Hamas weapons manufacturing facility. The IDF's two-day military operation left one Israeli soldier dead, as well as the 12 Palestinians. Palestinian leaders have accused Israel of mounting an invasion of the refugee camp. Well, let's go live now to our correspondent, Anna Foster. She's there in Janine for us. And, and Anna, uh, well, just let's start with the funerals themselves, because so many people turning out. Just give us a sense of what the day has been like. That's right, Matthew. I was there as that funeral procession began this morning. People gathering outside the hospital as the bodies were brought there, held aloft on stretchers. Uh, there were flags waved. There was chanting, as you said. There was a lot of, of gunfire as that procession made its way to the mosque for, uh, for prayers, which is a, a, a standard feature, actually, of, uh, of funerals like this one. What was interesting is that uh, several members, two members, we believe, of the Palestinian Authority leadership had arrived to take part in those funerals, but were asked to leave, which really gives you an idea of the, the way things are here in Janine and some of the problems that they're facing, the fact that these, these militant groups, and in particular uh, a, a youth uh, movement, um, are, are unhappy with their leadership, they're unhappy with the Palestinian Authority, they don't feel that they represent their interests, they don't feel that they do enough to try and deal with the issues that they face living under the Israeli occupation that they describe here. Uh, so you could really see the anger that was present this morning as those funerals took place of those Palestinians, as you said, who were killed during this 48-hour, this large and intense, the largest of its kind in years, Israeli military operation here in Janine. Uh, Anna, in terms of uh, the operation itself, uh, the, the Israeli forces uh, have been showing off some of uh, the arms they say they actually found during the 48 hours. What is being said there about the effectiveness, though, of this two-day military operation? Oh, that's an interesting question because it depends who you ask. The Israelis, as you say, quite rightly, just a few kilometers from here across the West Bank barrier on the Israeli side, they, they held this display of, of weaponry that they said that they captured from within, uh, within the camp. They'd, they'd laid it all out. They invited the press to come and, and take pictures. And they have said that their aims in this operation have very much been achieved. They said they wanted to degrade and dismantle the infrastructure that these militant Palestinian groups were using. They talked about finding weapons, cash, command and control rooms that they say that they've managed to dismantle. So in that respect, they were very happy with the operation. Equally, they said that they wanted to, to send a message, a strong message, that they would carry out operations like this in civilian areas if they felt that it was required. But on the other side, of course, the Janine Brigades, which is this, this grouping of, of Palestinian militants 
from different Palestinian factions. They're not all from the same party, but they're, they're sort of bound together uh, by this, this common location here in Janine. They say that they still have firepower left, they still have weaponry, and they still have fighters, and they have vowed to regroup. Some of them see this as a, as a victory. They say because some of them are still standing, it is a victory for them, a victory for their group, and they have vowed to continue waging this armed struggle against the Israeli occupation, as they say. And we've seen these attacks on Israelis that have been carried out from here in Janine, where they've been planned, executed from here. And that was why the Israelis said, despite regional condemnation and despite warnings from countries like the US, for example, about the fact that this took place in a very densely populated civilian area. And I'll ask you more about that in a second, but I just want to put onto the screen just pictures, because we are expecting to hear from Benjamin Netanyahu in the next little while. Uh, you can see the podium's all set up there. This is uh, an Air Force base, and uh, Israel's Prime Minister uh, apparently going to praise the security forces uh, for those uh, two days of operations in Janine. So uh, as soon as that starts, we'll obviously uh, carry that uh, for you with those latest comments. But, uh, Anna, you, you were talking about uh, the end of the operation and the refugee camp. We've also really, over the last few hours, seen uh, the first images of what is uh, inside that camp, the damage done by the 48-hour operation. They have an immediate task, don't they, of, of restoring vital infrastructure, uh, water, electricity. They do, Matthew, that's right. I've just come actually from the refugee camp to, to speak to you here. And you're right, things like water and electricity, we're told that efforts are being made uh, to try and restore those. But just as you, you walk through the streets there, obviously there are the remains of, of burning tires. There's a lot of broken glass. There's a lot of shell casings that people are, are sweeping up. Because, of course, we talk about the civilians that live there, but there are, there are children who live there as well. So they're trying to, to clean up the streets. Interestingly as well, just as we, we left in the last hour or so, uh, at the entrances to the camps, they've been putting sort of rudimentary uh, roadblocks in there, some big stones, some rubble, some gas bottles, which wasn't there earlier today and isn't normally there. And I think is a, a suggestion really on two fronts. One is that the continuing concern that Israeli forces may return, but also in terms of Palestinian authority forces. There were some clashes last night uh, with their own Palestinian forces, who some people here don't feel that they, they stepped in. They felt that they cooperated, in fact, with the Israeli forces in allowing this operation to happen. So it shows you really that unrest that's happening on both sides. And when you hear from Benjamin Netanyahu, he will no doubt reflect on that from this carefully chosen location, an Air Force base uh, where drone attacks have been launched. This operation started with a drone attack which was unusual in many ways here in the occupied West Bank and showed you the, the scale and the size, really, and the intent of this operation. Anna Foster, we will leave it there, but thanks very much as we continue to watch those uh, pictures. Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, due to speak in the next little while, so we'll come away from that, but we'll continue to monitor and obviously bring you the significant passages when he actually talks there to the uh, assembled press. That's the latest there, the situation on, uh, in Janine.